Ugh, holy shit, we have literally not done a show in, like, goddamn, what, three weeks? About that? At least. So, um, yeah, sorry. Um, it's been busy. You gotta be as busy as you can in quarantine, so. Um, a lot has happened since we last spoke. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of what the hell happened. Um, we at least know that sports is attempting to come back for, for how long we don't know. Um, but I guess we'll start with baseball first because I don't know what's happening with baseball besides from the Jays doing their, uh, their training camp at home, which is the best possible scenario for them because they're safer here. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, I don't know. Would you would you say intra squad games are gonna are gonna generate some some favorable ratings? I'd say so. Especially, well, well, yeah, because Sportsnet said they're going to show the two on what what is it Wednesday and Thursday or Tuesday and Wednesday? I think Something Tuesday like is, is the day. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I'd definitely be. I'm definitely gonna be tuning in well i mean yeah there's nothing else on right so it's like something else we can use to pass the time mm-hmm. also live which it's gonna be the first live in-person event that's relevant and i miss i i just miss uh i miss bo's flow yeah i saw we <laughs> saw it a little bit yesterday when he hit a, a dinger mm-hmm. what's funny was my my cousin was talking to me about audi telez and uh, apparently there was a uh a report that went around that him and one of the the bench coaches like did, like have left like thousands of dollars in rents on the table and they haven't paid it. And then like the day after an article came out, told us like shit, I'm gonna pay it right now. So he almost got in trouble. And it, like he joked about how he put on like looks like like 20, 30 pounds of beef. And then I just countered with a picture of Pablo Sandoval and saying, is it this bad or is it better? And he said, it's, I don't think anybody's that bad, which God. I apologize to Pablo Sandoval, <laughs> but that's, uh, that's rough going. That's, that's quarantine hitting you hard, man. Um, but uh, apparently there's going to be some exhibition games in Boston, Boston, in Fenway Park, which in reality, you could do that because Boston – and or, or I should say Massachusetts and New York are in better standing compared to a lot of other states all across the U.S., which I think that goes without saying the U.S. is literally on fire right now. Literally, yeah, especially down south. Oh, my God. Like, Texas and Florida are, are slowly burning. California is burning. Like... Arizona as well, like, it's almost like, you know how, like, for years, everyone's joked about the end of the world, like, oh, it's going to happen in Y2K, it's going to happen in, uh, in 2012. Now, I think it's, like, it's, like, better late than never, like, I guess it's happening now. Well, Well, apparently there was that whole thing where the Mayans miscalculated something, and... 2020 is like they were like eight years behind or something so so this is technically their 2012 which is when they said the world is gonna end i mean yeah 
that's definitely uh, that's definitely a case of something that may happen. Um, I, I like to hope not because I kind of don't want to cap out at 20. I kind of want to go a little like more in life. And like I remember one of my friends was saying like even if it's not uh, if it's not this that kills us like <coughs> excuse me that global warming is going to kill us anyway. So it's like we're ahead of the game. And there was <laughs> one there was one uh, environmental tweet that I saw which is like just you wait corona's going to blow 28 to 3 lead to uh, to global warming and I'm just like yeah Probably. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Um, but let's get on a little bit of a happier note and the fact that uh, 60 games for, bas- for basketball, for baseball, is actually pretty interesting because a lot of teams could come out and offer uh, a show, take some of those, which Joey missed that episode because he had some reservations with the restroom. And I'm sorry to anybody listening to this while they were eating any form of food, uh, I, I graciously apologize. Um, but I had my prediction that uh, the Jays would be the second best team in Major League Baseball, and I have a prediction that uh, the Tampa Bay Rays were actually going to go and win the the AL pennant, which I think, it, like, in an ideal world, yes. But, I mean, who knows, because, like, if you lose an athlete to COVID, it's it's pretty brutal. Like I think, I'm trying to think of like what baseball players like that came out and said they tested positive. Um, like uh, I know I think Freddie Freeman has it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, like Freddie Freeman, Joey Gallo, I heard DJ LeMahieu has it. Um, but I'm just gonna go ahead and throw a question to you because I know I probably know your answer, but I figured I'll say it anyway. If Mike Trout pulls out of the season, how screwed is Major League Baseball? Extremely. Now, how screwed would they be if Bryce Harper pulls out? I'd say they're also extremely screwed. Or if they both pull out, then it's just like, well. Let's just call it. Well, those are two of their most marketable players, like outside of Mookie Betts. Oh, my God. If he goes out, that's going to be brutal. Because Apparently he's he's been having second thoughts about it too. Well, have you seen Mookie Betts' getup? Like the guy's literally like Joel Embiid yesterday when uh when I was talking about like Joel Embiid has like a lap coat, gloves, mask, sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Like the guy looks like he's about to go into like a friggin' hyperbolic chamber and like fight every form of disease that there is. So if you want to be cautious. Be cautious like him. Like, as much as I don't feel bad for the 76ers because of the Kawhi shot, and as much as Joel Embiid is kind I of... I don't feel bad for them at all. I mean, at least he's smart. Let's be realistic there. Yeah. Um, I know we're kind of pulling away from baseball, but who's going to have the worst bubble out of the three teams that are going to be in the... or three leagues that are going to be in the bubble? Um, worse in what sense? Are you sure? What do you mean? Like, in terms of, like, like the worst bubble is in, like, 
you know, accessibility, what they can do. I already know what might be the best, but I'll save it. Cause I, I'd, I, say, I I'd say NHL, just on the surface, would probably be the worst because the NHL always seems to fall short of anything when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, we'll get to hockey in a minute, but uh, I read earlier that the NBA, apparently, since they're going to be uh, in a bubble in, uh, in Universal Studios and uh, Disney, Disney World in Florida, the players are apparently allowed to ride the rides. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Dude, can you imagine, like, I'm trying to think of, like, some of the rides that are at Disney World that are, like, well-known. I can't remember because I haven't friggin', uh, I haven't been there in years. But there was, like, uh, imagine just walking through, like, Universal Studios and, like, going to, like, Wizarding World of Harry Potter and, like, just dicking around there. Like, that'd be fun. No lineups whatsoever. Like, these players, if they can stay healthy, obviously, hopefully, then they can have the time of their lives, man. Like, I think this is a compromise because um, Stephen A. Smith, who is amazing, uh, went on about how these uh, essentially saying that basketball players cannot go without sex for more than three weeks, let alone three months, which uh, which transitioned into the hockey argument of apparently – I forget who sent the tweet, but it was talking about how uh, hockey players don't know what it's talking about. You know, Sidney Crosby hasn't ha- is like still a virgin. He's like 32. And yeah. I, just, I, I just sat there and I'm just like, buddy, if you knew how hockey players partied, you would not say that anymore. Oh hell no. <laughs> like, it's like hockey players don't know what they're doing. Pan over to Ovi just sitting, swimming in a fountain, just dancing at every single strip club that he is. Like, that's pretty. It's cool. like, yeah, did you not? See that whole 2018 Stanley Cup celebration? Yeah, like that was, and the best was when uh they were at the fountains in Vegas because of the NHL awards, and they're just jumping up and down holding the, the cup in, in suits. Like that, that was hilarious. Um, so when looking at hockey, should we talk about the? Uh, do we want to talk about the hotels that got leaked? Of uh, where each east and west. Why are they leaking that information though? You're just asking for a breach of the bubble at that point. Well, first of all, I do want to say that Toronto got the better end of the stick because you got Hotel X, who I think nobody heard of, and they got the Royal York, which is like the Royal York is like Hotel X is the one that's on the exhibition grounds. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's close to it's close to the Toronto Islands, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, you have that area, and like those hotels, like I did some, I, I didn't research like who, which players there, but like I did my research. It looks it's a good area. It's by the water and, and by the the harbor front, which is nice. But this was a horrible idea to leak it because, dude, like, do you know how stupid Canadians are, especially Canadian hockey fans? Yeah, badly they're gonna want to go and like find these players and like not try to get them sick, but like try to get them to sign autographs, and then they'll feel bad and do it. Like, like don't do that. Like, Who do you know there's gonna be that like that one like instead of parents who's gonna be like, oh, come on, little Billy, let's go wait outside Hotel X so you can you just get you just get another yeah. awkward, awkward McDavid photo. No, no, you can't even though because like. 
you have to stay back. And then you already know, like, the mom or whatever is going to be like a Karen and have like a Facebook rant about how NHL players are selfish because they didn't stop to sign little Billy's hockey card. Yeah, Billy literally can't even play house league hockey because he's not that good. And he wants to learn from his heroes, um, which is which is just horrible. But yeah, linking the hotels, horrible idea. Also, I, th- I find it funny how going back to my original point, you look at like the West Coast teams and it's like friggin' like the Marriott and like the what was the other one? I can't remember. I think it's here. Hold on. The Edmonton one. Yeah, the JW Marriott and Sutton place. Yeah, I've never been to Edmonton, so I have no idea. Also, some uh, I like how they separated Calgary and Edmonton into two different hotels, which is very funny. Um. I also like the fact that they put the Leafs and Habs in the same hotel with no Bruins. Because that would have been like a a three-way war. I'm glad you added the war part at the end of it. Because it's like, oh, yeah, it's just going to be a three-way. And you're just like, oh, oh, okay. Like, that's COVID. And then uh, the comments on the thread that people uh, tweeted – this one guy uh, tweeted that he thought the Leafs were staying in a Motel 6, which is taking a shot at the at the NBA's hotel situation. Did you see J.R. Smith's Instagram Live? No, I didn't. So he was complaining how he had to eat, like, fruit by the foot and shit. Because, you know, and, I, and in my head I'm like, hey, man, I'll take fruit I'll by take the foot. I'll take that, man. Yeah, exactly. I haven't had fruit by the foot in years. Like, I would take that. And then what's funny is that um, there was another player, I think it might have been Joel Embiid again, who was talking about the, the meals that they were being served in uh, in the bubble and how they're all going to lose weight and turn into, like, a skinny version of their, of themselves. Cut to Marcus all in the background. He's been living off of this stuff for, like, three months. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, – I mean, did you see the MLS – Food uh, food kit that they get that's apparently $65. I think I did. I just don't really Where it's like the sandwich, the sandwich on like pumpernickel bread, like pumpernickel toast bread with like a banana and like apple slices. And apparently that's, that's $65. $65? Yep. Like in my head, I'm just thinking like. The most expensive thing there is the pumpernickel. I know. And what's really funny is that I have a funny feeling it's going to be that way for all of the the athletes in there. And then you look at, like, Toronto, right? And then you have all of these, like, mom and pop shops coming together, like, catering to all of these athletes. And they're just like, yeah, I don't want to leave here. Mm-hmm. And then Edmonton, I don't know what restaurants are a delicacy in Edmonton. But, like, I'm trying to think of, like, what, like, mom and pop shops, like, players would, like, abuse, like, getting takeout from if they're allowed to, like, send somebody to go and get food. Guy shows up. It's, like, a friggin', you know, $2,000 bill. I mean, I'd take it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, the amount of food you can consume. I guess literally, like, $2,000 worth of food could feed probably that whole team. Yeah. 
So, anyways, speaking of hockey, we haven't recorded since that crazy draft lottery. So, let me walk you step by step with how I how I reacted. Okay, so I you know the draft lottery goes as follows. So Buffalo picks eighth. I'm like, okay, Buffalo picks eight. I I made sense of that. New Jersey picked seventh. I'm like, okay, that's fair. The Ducks picked uh, 26th. Or no, Ducks picked sixth, I should say. Uh, So I'm like, okay. Then five was Ottawa. And I was like, okay, the Kings are, it's going to be Kings, Sens, and uh, Kings, Sens, and Red Wings. And then the, the Red Wings card came up, and I saw that Steve Eisman wanted to, like, not punch somebody, but, like, wanted to hit an object really, really hard. Um, and then, in my head, I'm thinking, no, they're not going to do this. No, they're not. And then the Sens card came up again, and I was like, no, it's not going to be it. And and you were texting me in the group chat, and we were all going, like, nuts. We're like, no way. No way it's going to happen. And then the placeholder team came up, and I just lost my mind. I was just like, of course this league that trips over itself like friggin' Charlie Brown trying to kick the football and then eating shit on the floor. Like, of course it happens to them. Like, and then what was really funny was uh, was Luke was in, our, was in one of the other group chats for us, and... Uh, it was really, really funny just to be like saying how the Leafs are gonna end up losing and then picking Alexis Lafreniere. But I think this begs the question from uh, to you and to other Leaf fans: What's more promising, winning a COVID Cup or getting Alexis Lafreniere? Um, I think getting Lafreniere, man. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Also, I just had a thought about the Stanley Cup. If you, if you, like, want to try and kiss the cup, do you have to wear a mask? Oh, yeah. How are they going to stop them from doing that? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm, that's what I'm afraid of. Like, some, like, team wins. They're like, yeah, we won. Next thing you know, it's just like COVID, 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 COVID. And I'm just like, Jesus. I mean, to be fair, they clean the Stanley Cup regularly. And they always present it to the team wearing gloves. So they're doing that right. But. That's like my my arguments. Like this, these teams are gonna win. How are they gonna celebrate? Yeah. How are they gonna take the team photo with the cup? Yeah, man. If they can, they all they all are like spread out across the the ice, and they're all like sitting down cross-legged, and then they just have the cup in the center, and they're just like, "We won this, but we can't celebrate it together." So social yeah. distancing and stuff. Yeah. Um. But. Question still stands. What's more appealing to you? Um, Lafreniere, man. Like, I don't think the Leafs are winning this cup, and if they do, it's gonna be a big asterisk next to it. So. I have a funny feeling it might end up being that way, and if it does, I'm pissed. And like, dude, <laughs> the Leafs would have the most potent lineup in the league if they have if they add Lafreniere to that <laughs> and like the funny thing is is like they can afford it and the fact is is if they do he'll get, be on an entry level yeah and if they do get him 
which we do realize is still a possibility because I know if the season is canceled, it goes to the eight teams that would not qualify for the playoffs, but it looks like the playoffs are going to continue. So if you get Lafreniere, you can move a lot of players from that team. Like if you want to move a Kasperi Kapanen, and you can, if you want to move, uh, Johnson, Kerfoot. Yeah, Andreas Johnson, you can. A Kerfoot, you can. If you want to move. Uh, William no. Nylander. No, get out of here, you freaking boomer. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was the TSN. I know, I know. That's, it, it was really funny, especially like with talking to Luke, and it's just like, oh, you know, like, you know, talking about how like people want this person traded, this person traded. And I'm just like, buddy, that's a normal Monday morning, at least Twitter. It's yeah. just like, how can I piss off? fans today let's trade William Nylander that's literally bag ahead's life um oh speaking of funny things um so uh somebody put out a or some or everybody is putting out today a trade proposal of what teams would be fair price to trade Jack Eichel so can, oh, I just, man. Can, I, can I read these to you? Because it's funny. I saw these. So, yeah. Just just read the Leafs one, just so, so you so, know, so, so everyone knows. Uh, so, f- for the Leafs to get Jack Eichel, they have to give up Austin Matthews, who is better, and Rasmus Sandin. So, I guess they can have two, uh, the three Rasmus brothers, Ristolainen, Darlene, and, and, and Sandin, which is funny. Um, can, I, can I read the funny one? Go for it. So the funny one that I have is is Colorado Avalanche, which is Nathan McKinnon, which is hilarious. And then out of all names, Tyson Jost. And like I don't hate Tyson Jost, don't get like I think he's great. But the thing is that you know like you could get so much more for Eichel. You could probably get McKinnon and Landeskog. Why wouldn't you ask for that? I don't know. I think you're lucky if you just get McKinnon. McKinnon's a better player than Eichel, in my opinion. The most realistic, I think, that could work out of all of these, and I'm being legitimately honest here, is the Calgary Flames. Because you have Sean Monaghan, who I think is better defensively than Eichel, but I would rather have Eichel than Monaghan. Matthew Kachuk, who I personally, if I was there, I wouldn't trade him, but... If you have Gaudreau and Eichel, that softens the blow. And a first-round pick is like whatever first-round pick, right? So the funniest one is the Oilers, just like Connor or David. Yeah. Like, and then the the Devils one, Hughes, Heischer, and two first-round picks. You know what? The Devils, I think, should, should, should try it out. Dude, that would be crazy. That's that would, actually I, the most reasonable one on that on that list. So I'm scared for you to, like, mention it to Luke because he's going to be like, no, we don't want to do that. Which, like, also, you want to know what's really sad about Jack Hughes? And I I hate to keep going back to this, and I'm sure Luke's going to listen to this and want to punch me in the face. Hughes has less points than Capocacco. Capocacco was not stellar. And also what's really funny is that one this player that I'm going to name right now in his second, I think second full season in the NHL. No, his first rookie season in the NHL. He only had seven points in 55 games. Do you want to know who that player was? Who was it? 
Jumbo Joe Thornton. Oh, yes. And then look how he turned out. So if I were to give Luke some hope, which I'm sure he will, he already has hope, he could be a Jumbo Joe. Not in the terms of size, because Joe Thornton is a freak of nature and is every hockey man's wet dream. Um, but, like, you know, you could have a bad year. And, like, it's like Nathan McKinnon syndrome. McKinnon had a good year, slumped, and now he's, like, God. Well, so, yeah, like, the last three seasons, he's been, like, a top three player in the league. I'd argue top two. Oh, well, okay, yeah, with Crosby and, and McDavid. Yeah, I'd say he's probably the, the third best center in the league. So, um, should we talk about the NHL return to play plan? I think we've talked about that enough on previous episodes. I was going to say, if you wanted to to look at uh, my article from the... Oh, yeah, we can, we can jump back to baseball here. So, Joey wrote an article, which I will plug, because I'm a nice person, for Overtime Heroics, talking about how what the Jays' starting pitchers and... Uh, or Yeah, the 60-man roster for the team. And uh, off first glance... Um, there are missing, you are missing a name that they added yesterday, but you, to be fair, you didn't know, right? Cause you didn't know when they were going to sign. And, uh, that is, Who Austin, that is Blue Jays. Austin oh. Martin won't be on the opening day roster though. Oh, I think he will. No, I don't think so. I think what's going to happen. I think they want a year of him to, I, I doubt it. I really doubt it. But they, but they signed him. And they signed him to like one of the, the the highest deals as a rookie in franchise history. And also the fact is is that if you look at some of the other guys that are on the team, like like I know you wrote Travis Shaw's utility, uh, which he might be the starting first baseman. Same thing. He I, might be, but like nothing was really con- like he's one of those players you can even put like at third base if Vladdy has a day off or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, and I think realistically austin martin like he's played the reason why he was so looked upon as the de facto number two prospect which is funny because did anybody care about the mlb draft before this year no and what's funny is that if you look at the draft a lot of players have come out of the draft and done well like steven strasburg went in the draft bryce harper mike trout like guys like that the draft should be i'm gonna fight tooth and nail that the draft should be a three-day weekend event because of how long it goes and <laughs> just you see nfl nfl players get drafted on the last day yeah literally it's like okay on the last day we're gonna go ahead and draft everybody that is gonna play football but we'll draft them anyway just in case they change their mind yeah the tom brady effect which fun fact mm-hmm. tom brady was drafted by the montreal expos in 1995, I'm pretty sure. So, so anyways, you, I just want to know straight up from my from my list, of, do you have any any disagreements you would like to talk about? Aside from Austin Martin, but that's still a... Uh, I don't think... Um, from I what like, I've heard, I, the plan is to send him down to Buffalo after this summer camp, because in Buffalo they're running like camps there and stuff to keep like right. players fresh. But that's what I've I'm sure. I'm sure if he turns heads, he'll get a call up. Um, but as far as a pitching like standpoint, 
the rotation's interesting to me because I'm thinking it's going to be Ryu, Pearson, Shoemaker, uh, Rourke, and then one of either Thornton, Anderson, or Baraki. Or, or Yamaguchi, too. He started in, ja- in Japan. He did both. Yeah. He did bullpen work, and he but, started. But the thing is, started. going on spring training stats, which feels like friggin' eons ago, this was like back in February when they started, and Yamaguchi just got rocked. And that was in like two innings of work. So I think realistically they should put him in the bullpen first. Maybe it was like a long relief pitcher. You go two to three innings if you need him to. You know, he's got that stuff. He can take over if you rock your starting pitcher a little bit. Like he's, that's, he's drawn comparisons to like Tanaka. Right. So. But even still, I think you got to kind of ease your way, especially with coming out from uh, playing ball in Asia, and now you're going to come and play in North America. Oh, yeah, it's a different it's a different it's game. Like the, it's obviously a, a learning curve. Yeah, and the one name that comes to mind is friggin' uh, Yusei Kikuchi, who everyone was in on and then went to the Seattle Mariners, and the Seattle Mariners did Seattle Mariners things, and uh, he had a bad year. Man, just any chance you get, you just shit on them. Oh, yeah, I'll say this. Their logo is okay, and they have a nice ballpark. But their team dynamic and their team talent is shit. It is human feces on a. <laughs> it's not even like they're they're like how the Blue Jays were last year, bad but building towards something. Like, what are they even direction. building towards? The only team that's worse, I would say, is the Baltimore Orioles. And yes. that's pretty sad because, well. Well, Baltimore's had a lot of bad luck because of their pitching and, like, Trey Mancini coming out and saying he has cancer is really uh, humbling. And I, I obviously wouldn't wish cancer on anybody. So that one really is hard for, for fans to turn into. Also, why is Drew Brees trending on Twitter again? Oh, no. Oh, okay. So, so Eminem did a collab with Kid Cootie. And literally said, fuck Drew Brees. So Eminem, <laughs> Eminem is a man of the people. And also, well, to be fair, this is a man who doesn't give a shit and just friggin' will rap and diss anybody, just like him ending MGK's career. And didn't he have it with, uh, didn't he have one with Nick Fallon, I think? Whatever his name is. Or Nick Cannon. And then Eminem was just like, who the fuck is this guy? Like you're so stupid. Um. Anyways, yeah. Any more? So, anyways, back to the back to the rotation. I want like like who who do you think will get that fifth spot, given everyone is healthy by the time season starts? I think Ryan Baraki is a good shot because they've already seen what they like from him. They like what they has. He's kind of like. A Mark Burley-esque pitcher where he eats innings. And also, like, having another lefty in your rotation is a very, you know, just, it's a very rarity in, in rotations. Like, obviously, okay, you look at a team like the, the L.A. Dodgers. They have, well, three before David Price opted out. But they had three, which is 
you know, it's, it's a really good thing because left-handed pitchers, you know, they're not as common as, as righties are. So you want to have that versatility there. But at the same time, you kind of have to wonder, like, the AL East kills lefties. Like, you look at Xander Bogarts and uh, Aaron Judge, Gleyber Torres, you know, list goes on and on. But I think, like, Rockies have the most experience pitching against the AL East. So I think they're going to go with him. And that if you think about it, like, one mm-hmm. – wait, who did I say the fourth one was going to be? Because I said I – Roar? Yeah, I said Roar. Oh, yeah, I said Roar. Yeah. Um, I think – yeah, even, even Anderson can start, too. That's another option. That's true. And they got him for nothing. But, again, like, I hate to be the kind of, like, pessimistic person to, like, judge based on the eye test. But, like – the guy did not have a fine spring training. No, but and, and there's, there, there's, there are options. Yeah, and I think what really sucks is that um, there are very much different things that have happened. About, and also, like, I, I get that you can have 60 games. Anything can happen. But, like, over a full 162 games... I would have really loved to see what this team could have done because this team is so deadly and so versatile. And are they going to be like, are they going to be a playoff team? I don't think so. Excuse me. You're not excused. Um, But anyway, um, yeah, I just think they're they're there. They're knocking on the door, but they're not there yet. I yeah. Well, their infield is still very very young and very strong. Yeah, so I think realistically, like, maybe another year, two years, we'll see uh, people take a big step and contend. It reminded me of the of the Minnesota Twins from a few years ago. Like, is this before they finished last place or after? Well, they're kind of having that same process. Oh, yeah, 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 I see what you're saying, yeah. Because, you know, they, they were... You know, they were struggling, of course, and then um, they kind of got that big jolt that they would have liked, and now, you know, they're obviously, like, killing every single baseball in sight. Yeah. I'm curious to see what happens in, in, in uh, the free agency for baseball, because they said baseball would end definitively uh, by the end of October with the extended playoffs, but, like... I still think realistically, you know, like, are you going to do the winter meetings as you normally do? Like, when are you going to start? Are you going to start spring training? Well, I don't know why winter meetings still have to be a thing. Like, you can definitely just make it like a Zoom call or something or like a. Yeah, exactly. But then again, it's also just an excuse for all the GMs to go on vacation together. That's mainly what it is. Yeah. And it's really, really odd. Oh, and speaking of uh, things that are odd, uh, I, I talked about it earlier with you. So the Blue Jays announced today that if a player is seen outside of their hotel or their ballpark, this is from Bleacher Report, they will face a fine of $750,000 and possible jail time. So, yeah, <laughs> screw your rights. And Nazem Kadri chimed in on it. Because only Nazem Kadri can. 
What did he say? I haven't seen this yet. He just said, huh, with a question mark up top. Um, I don't know. I, apparently I get it. Rule, apparently that's a rule of the Canadian government. Yeah, I get it, but... There's I think like, if it's a first offense, I think you'll be, you'll be given a warning. But if it's like a second offense, then you'll be like, okay, you know, here's a fine. And then the jail time is probably going to be like probation anyway, right? Because they have money. They can bail themselves out. Yeah. Well, not all of them. Like, there's at least 10 players on the Blue Jays who don't make $750,000 a year. That's very true. Also, what's funny is that I think somebody posted a comment saying, like, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that a Blue Jay got arrested and then just put a picture of Roberto Osuna. And I'm like, oh, boy. Could have put Reese McGuire. Yeah, he got it. Well, he, he pleaded guilty and just got, like, a $500 ticket. I mean, I mean, to be fair, he wasn't doing it in public. He was in his car. But, I mean... It's really, really weird. He imagines, like, some people, like, ha- see that you have, like, a misdemeanor on your record. He imagine, like, the explanation. It's like, oh, so what, do you, what did you get charged for? It's like, oh, you know, I was just stroking my log in my car. And then this guy knocked on my window and took a picture, and it was very weird. And long story short, I got off scot-free. Well, I had to pay a fine, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. If I'm him, I'm scared to talk to the media. I think he's lucky oh, that yeah. not, he's gonna be lucky that there's no media scrums. Mm-hmm. Like people just ask him, like, "So, uh, what, what were you doing in there?" And he's just like, "I can't tell you. It, it, it goes against everything I believe in." Um. Yeah, and what was I gonna say? I had something else in my head. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he won't be the only one that benefits from this because, you know, the Houston Astros won't have to answer questions now. The Houston Astros are the biggest winners in this season, no matter what happens to them. What if they win the World Series again and then everyone's just like, yeah, well, your first one doesn't count. Your second one also doesn't count. So you guys are frauds. (laughs) I don't want that to happen. Yeah, it would be kind of cool. Like, I want that. I think that it would be shitty for the sport because all the players would literally, like, I feel like they would end up, like, sitting out every other season until Rob Manfred's like, okay, you guys actually get a real punishment now. But it's really, really weird. Um, Speaking of really, really weird, uh, soccer without fans. We saw that today, or over a couple days ago in, in Florida. I kind of like it. I like he, he being able to hear the, the players and hear the managers yelling. Yeah, I think also, like, we've seen it already in Europe, like Germany and Italy playing, playing soccer, and we're going to see it, of course, in the UK. So soccer is going to be fine. It's like basketball and hockey, it's going to be weird. There was one clip I saw of Romalu Lukaku on Inter Milan, and his uh, his teammate, uh, I forgot, I don't know his last name, but his name is Moses, 
and he tried to cross it into Lukaku, but it was not a good cross. And you just hear, just hear Lukaku shout, "For fuck's sake, Moses!" <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's like little tidbits like that. That's just like, it'll yeah. it'll be fun. It is, yeah. I want to see more of that. I just mic up the players. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's gonna be like an uncensored, or like you can't say stuff or whatever. Do it. Mm-hmm. And like another one that I, I saw was um. I saw something really weird that was like they're still gonna do All Star games in the in, in MLB and I heard maybe NHL as well. No, MLB is not doing All Star games. No, I said that they were. Not this year. Well, not at not in Los Angeles, but I was told they're still gonna have one. Hold on, let me. I see. heard that. No, I heard that it's not happening. MLB All Star game 2020. Um. Yeah, it's canceled. But I read something saying that it, unless it's going to be a day off. I don't know. Let me see MLB twenty. I'm typing a lot. And there's a lot of dead air, but it's fine. It's okay. We'll fill it up. I'll just be rolling on over here. So here's the schedule. Okay. So here's the schedule. Blah, 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 blah. 40 games divisional, 20 games interleague. Uh, Okay, so here are the key dates. So August 13th, MLB is coming to Iowa this year. MLB at Field of Dreams presented by Geico will take place as scheduled at 7.15 Eastern, but now the White Sox will be playing the Cardinals instead of the Yankees in Dyersville, Iowa. Okay. Uh, August 16th, honoring the 100th anniversary of the Negro Leagues. Uh, August 28th, this, is scheduled, this will be rescheduled. So August 28th is going to be the new Jackie Robinson Day. And then uh, September 9th. Okay, so maybe, I don't know what I saw, but... I don't know. I thought I saw something that said it was going to to be there. Oh, also, what's this? Picking sleeper teams that might make the 2020 playoffs. Hey, the Jays are number three. Behind the White Sox. It's 60 games, man. All you got to do is get hot and you're in. They have the Miami Marlins maybe sneaking in. And the Detroit Tigers. Oh, wow. Can you imagine if the Tigers somehow win the World Series, like now? I think it's going to be the Cincinnati Reds. Are you sure? Yes. I think the Reds are going to make the playoffs despite this whole stoppage. So, I think it might be the White Sox, man. Might be Chicago. The, the White Sox will finally make the playoffs after all those years of in a row of, oh, look out for them. They look pretty good. And then absolutely shitting the bed. Hey, shut up. We were there, too. You forget 2013. Oh, God. Actually, now that I think about it, wasn't 2013 a potential to have, like, the Jays, Leafs, and Raptors all in the playoffs at the same time? Well, not at the same time. But, like, because... Within that year. Yeah, well, well, yeah, 2013 was the big trade we made with the Marlins, and everyone thought we 
winning yeah, the World Jose, Series. Jose Reyes out of it. Mark uh, Burley. Oh, and then we signed Ari Dickey. Mm-hmm. I remember that trade. I remember the person I was most excited for was Josh Johnson. <laughs> and and he uh, how'd not, that turn out for you? Not, not very well at all. Yes. And then I'm like, I almost bought a Josh Johnson jersey, but then I'm like, nah. So then I bought a Jose Reyes jersey. Now you're probably regretting that one. Well, yeah, because and then I found a way to save money because I'm always trying to save money. Uh, was instead of just getting a brand new Jays jersey, I took out the stitching of the letters of the, my Jose Reyes jersey, and I went to the Jays shop and was like, hey, put Devin Travis on the back of this one. But Devin Travis doesn't wear number seven. No, I took the number off, too. Oh, I was going to say, like, did you I just do a bootleg jersey? No, so, and then, so then they're like, okay. So they, I, and then, because I really like the Devin Travis. It's too bad that he got injured, or else, like, all the time. Yeah, or else he was really good. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, of new things uh, and jerseys, did you see the new Raptors jerseys that have, that have been leaked? No, those aren't official. Those are... So the template. It's just like someone made a rendering of them, and they do not look very good. I don't like them. I feel like they're changing it unnecessarily. Yeah. You change it when the look has been stale. It's not stale. It's been one of the fastest-selling merchandises probably all over Canada. Yeah, I really like their so look it, now. Plus, MLSE is like, screw you, we're going to name it RLSE because the Raptors are actually good. <laughs> Raptors Sports and Entertainment? MLSE, every single team under MLSE's umbrella, won a championship. Except once. In the last, within one, the last, like, five years. But one, it's named after. Like, come on. Wait, because who's under it? They have Toronto FC, Toronto Marlies, they won. The Raptors just won. Raptors 905 won it like two years ago in the G League. Argos won it. The Argos won a few years back. Yeah, just the Leafs. Yeah. And the only other team that like, well, the only other two teams I can think of that are like in Toronto are the Toronto Rock, but they're independently owned and their own organization. And the Jays. And the only out of all of them, the Jays are the only one that hasn't won a postseason uh, series yet. You so, mean the Leafs? Oh, shit, yeah. It's not a show unless I screw up in some way, shape, and form. So <laughs> and there it is. We got it for this week. Better late than never, right? Yeah. That's, that's the way things are going. Um... I'm trying to think over or under which season gets canceled first. Like, which season's going to be the first to be like, you know what, screw it. We're, we don't want to risk it. We're done. Um, I think MLS is the one that's probably going to, just because, like, they've had, like, two teams back out already. Oh, yeah, like, they're inevitably going to do it. I think once they do it, M- or, uh, the NBA will do it which will kind of piss off the players because they'll be like, we just flew here and now we're out, we're leaving. And they got some yeah. Um, 
Yeah, like the Brooklyn Nets, like they're not like even half more than half their team. Like, like how are they? They don't even have a team to field. Yeah, like you lose three guys on there. Mhm. I just realized I forgot that Kevin Durant had a uh, COVID, and there was the rumor that Drake might have had it, and then Drake's like, "Nah, I'm good." Yeah. Remember when we were all scared that the whole Raptors team got it because they played the Utah Jazz? Yeah, like, like none of them surprisingly got a it. A few days before that, a few days before Rudy Gobert got it. I think Canadians have horseshoes up their ass and are very, very fortunate because of the way things are right now in the quote-unquote most Sweet Jesus, it's bad. Like, it, 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 it's sad. Mm. I want to get too much on the pandemic, but, like, I think Sean Doolittle said it best, which, which is sports are the reward of a functioning society, which I would argue a functioning society in the States has been, hasn't even been that way for years. But, oh, well. It's, uh, it's pretty weird. Yeah. Also, I'm I'm gonna ask this question. I know I know I have a funny feeling you won't know the answer. Which team says screw it? We're gonna allow fans in in a limited capacity. Out of all the sport leagues, like the which the team league. is going to allow fans in? Out of out of like I'm gonna say I'm going to say any team in Florida. Oh, God, you're right. Because, like, did you hear They what, just don't care. Did you hear what, like, the friggin' governor said? He's like, he's like, oh, we have Home Depot and, and Walmart open. Why can't we open schools? And it's just like, uh, oh, well. Oh, that is not the same. Literally, yeah. In my head, I'm like, can you imagine if they open it up? And then they're just like, yeah, we uh, we moved up, but uh, we're going to keep it open. It's just like, no. And then I have a funny feeling they're going to be like, well, nobody goes to the games anyway, so they should be allowed in. And then everybody all of a sudden is going to become like the biggest Miami Marlins fan. Honestly, what I was thinking for Miami or Florida ruined it was you have – Florida, Arizona, spring training facilities, and then you have fans in limited capacity. But now Florida, who's pushing 12,000 cases a day, you have Arizona that's pushing almost 5,000. So it's like the damn citizens that just want to live their lives and don't care are ruining their only way of entertainment. Yeah. I guess I guess they just things just gotta breathe, you know. That's why they don't wear a mask. It's like they don't wear underwear. Did you see that? Oh God. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that lady in Toronto who got denied service at the hospital because she she refused to wear a mask? Yeah, and then the next day they had the the anti-mask protests because they they put it in the day after that happened, 
and she goes there and she's like the friggin' town hero and all this shit. And everyone's just like, like this friggin' woman is the epitome of a Karen. Yeah, real. But science, what science are you are you looking at? Yeah. Oh, science proves that masks don't work. The science is probably you and your friggin' friends. Facebook. Yeah. Oh my god. The worst is, um, my um, not my immediate family, but like my dad's or like two of my dad's cousins aren't talking to each other because one's in Florida and one's in Hamilton. And the one in Hamilton's like condemning how like they should just wear masks or whatever. It'll help stop the spread. And then the guy's obviously brainwashed and he's just like, what do you mean masks will stop the spread? That's bullshit. That's, that's fake. So then he sent the, the CNN article or video. And of course he loses his mind saying that CNN doesn't know what they're saying. They have an agenda you know, this is that. And it's just like, like, why? Why, why, are we, why are we still talking about this? I don't know. People are dumb. People just want to think for themselves and they don't care about, like, the greater good. Yeah. I'm hoping, like, by the end of the year, we actually have some decency and competence out of there. <laughs> so, anyways... I guess just before we wrap things up, we can touch on Canadian young, Canadian national team star, um, Jonathan David signing with Liel in in France's first league. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think it's good for the kid. I think what what people are are starting to realize is that if you're not going to get any opportunities in, in North America... Because MLS is still a very, like, niche uh, league. Even still, like, I think what's going to end up happening is, like, you go over there. And, and it's going to be, like, another Alfonso Davies situation where you go and, you know, conquer a certain league. Like, in this case, the France League. In Davies's league, it was the, the Bundesliga. And now you go over and play in France. And first of all, it's probably safer to play in France than if you were going to stay in North America anyway. And mm-hmm. also, like, the dude's like, what, 20? He's like 22? 20. He's 20, exactly. Right. So if I were to put himself, if I were to put myself in his shoes, um, which age wise I am, then you, like, I would take that opportunity hell yeah i'd go sign and play in france it's like one of those things where it's like like we're seeing players all over kind of leaving north america because they're like i don't want to deal with this shit anymore like to bring it back to hockey like roman polak leafs legend it's like i'm gonna go back home to czech republic because screw everything here yeah well another good thing about about this signing too is that this club Liel has, like, a very good track record of just developing young players and then selling them. Right. You just sell high while you can. Yeah. So, So yeah, like, it's, like he's already showing a lot of promise. And the fact he's going to a team that has a good track record of developing kids like him, it's a, it's a good thing for the Canadian soccer program. 
Yeah. And I think, like, one of the problems that we're seeing with with certain programs, especially in in North America, is, like, people end up getting burnt out at a young age. And I want to see more situations like this where you, you, you build them up the right way, you don't pressure them at all, and you develop them in the way that you're supposed to, which is where the long-term athlete development comes into play. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's a very good thing if you want to learn to uh, run a sport activity league or uh, coach in general. But you got to make sure that these kids are aware of things that are happening. And actually, that, that sounded kind of stupid. Let me rephrase that. Kids are aware of what they can do and what they can learn, and they shouldn't feel pressured that maybe if they can't learn that as much as they'd like to, that they end up pushing themselves too hard and resulting in burnout and eventually quitting the sport. So it's good to see like, like the national development program really stepping up and making that a positive story that's very rare in today's day and age. So we're not going to see anything. That. Anyways, what were you saying? Oh, I just said we won't. We aren't seeing that that much in other leagues. Yeah. No, we're not seeing that much. Yes. Sir. Um. Anyways, anything else you'd want to touch on before we wrap it up? Can I just read this James Herbert tweet, which is great? Sure. And how NBA gossip is going to be called bubble tea. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, it's yeah. great. It's bubble awesome. tea. Yo, what's the bubble tea? Yo, Stephen A. Smith is going to have so much fun with this bubble. Because you just going to be like, I'm just saying, these players are going to crack. Any day, man. They're, they want to leave. They want to get the hell out of there now. Like, he's just, he's just going to be the mouthpiece. And you know, for hockey, you have... Uh, the uh, the one media person that's going to be following you, yeah. The process. I want Stephen A. Smith to like be the the, the one NBA just the one mouthpiece. The whole and be mm-hmm. like the money, the money you could draw, it would be astronomical and it would be hilarious. I want that 100. percent If Stephen A. Smith is watching this or listening to this. Sir, vouch for this, because you will be entertaining and you bring ratings. I don't think uh, Stephen A. Smith is going to be listening to a small Toronto podcast, but... Well, way to be Mr. Optimistic here, dude. Wow. (laughs) What a guy, right? Um, We got to get to to the Steve Dangle, um, like, areas of this shit. And get blocked by some Leafs players. I don't want to. That's how you know you made it. Because they're nice people. Who was it that blocked them? Was it was Phil Kessel, right? Yeah. It was Phil Kessel and Tyler Bozak. And I think that was it. Might have been Dion Phaneuf. I don't think Dion Phaneuf has Twitter. Uh, Um. I don't know. My goal is to get blocked by Tony D'Angelo, Brandon Prush. Um, Baghead, even though I already blocked him. I want the reversal. And, 
I don't know. Name another really, really toxic person on Twitter for me to get blocked by. Steve Simmons? Sure. That's going to be the big goal. That is going to be the big goal. Steve Simmons blocks me because I call him a shit reporter and a shit person. Because that's what he is. Did I mention how much of a shit person he is? Because he is. I believe you did. Well, just to repeat, Steve Simmons is a shit person. Also, that literally dropped 10 minutes after we stopped recording our last show. So way to be a dick to us, man. Yeah, I know. Anyway. That was, yeah. Is this plugging time? Yes, it is. Let's see if I can get the Twitter account right. So, y'all can follow us at Q underscore City Roundup on Twitter. Damn right I got it right on my first try. Y'all can suck it. I mean, sorry, please please listen to us. Um, yeah, we're going to be tweeting more stuff and being more active again because we actually have things to do now, things to talk about now. So go professional sport teams from Toronto. That's a parody off of the Olympic, uh, the Olympic rush team. Remember, remember when they, uh, when they weren't allowed to play in the 2018 Olympics. So it was like, Oh yeah. Olympic, like Olympic, uh, hockey team. The or, Olympic oh, athletes from Russia. Yeah. I'll, we're going to be that. But I mean, slow day. Very slow. Oh, also just breaking uh, the 12 players who were missing from the Jays are now in Toronto and are taking batting practice. So that is a good sign. Very few people are uh, very few people are getting uh, what's the word I'm looking for are not testing positive for the virus. Also, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is apparently going to be focusing as a first baseman. So your theory is correct. It is. So apparently, he is his focus is going to be on first base and DH. Third will be an option, but that is not his main position anymore. So that's it. Oh. Huh? So maybe they're gonna get um, Travis Shaw to be playing third. Yeah, I think. Or what, Drury can play. Yeah, yeah. Play it too, Brendan Drury. You can have, uh, yeah, like you said, Shaw can play third. Um, there's another name. I want to see if they maybe move Biggio to third. I don't or, think so. Or Austin Martin. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking they're they're banking on Martin. Or actually, no. Yeah, you're right. Because I mean, there's the option of maybe moving moving Biggio to the outfield. And if they do that, then you have Biggio, Grichuk, and Gurriel, which is a good outfield, in my opinion. Much better. You have Teoscar Hernandez as your fourth outfielder, slash your slash DH. DH. And then you can have Austin Martin and Bo Bichette, who played together in college. They will be the next dynamic duo. Mark my words. It will happen. And I want to throw it to the Orioles because you are stupid and cheap and you gave us this player, so you all suck. Sorry, Baltimore. <laughs> it's true. Uh, is Baltimore the new Seattle for you? 
No, they're they're it's one A, one B. That's uh that's that's gonna be the best way to describe. All right. So did you plug everything already? I think so. Yes, I plugged the Twitter. Uh yeah, I plug Twitter. We're going to be more active. We're going to be doing more shows. Hopefully more stuff happens. Uh, wear a mask, social distance, don't be stupid, blah, blah, blah. I think I got everything. Anything you want to say? Yeah. Uh, no, not really. Slow okay. day. Okay. I got it taken care of for once. This is a rare occasion. It won't happen again. And you, I think this is it. Yep. Also, sorry if I'm kind of muffled. I'm eating popcorn in the background. All right. We'll see everyone next time. Take care, everybody.